0: The Fat Boy Show. You're listening to the Fat Boy Show here on your number one station, RX Radio. Hoping you're doing great this beautiful Thursday morning. Uh, I certainly am, as is Olive, from what I can tell. She looks uh, quite happy. She must have had a very good breakfast. Mm-hmm. Did you, Olive?
1: I actually don't even have
0: breakfast. Oh, really? <laughs> so, wait, you wake up in the morning and you don't take anything?
1: I take um, tea, water, uh, tea without sugar and water. Uh, Hey Munang, those things, I'm <laughs> trying to be like you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I'm healthy living. <laughs> I'm
1: All right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, we want you to stay healthy, uh, you and uh, everyone who's listening to the Fabo Show today. Uh, it's important that, uh, you know, we prioritize our health because, uh, you know, we don't, want, uh, we don't want for people to be falling ill. And uh, even losing their lives over otherwise treatable illnesses. We're still feeling bad about what happened to our right honorable uh, Speaker of Parliament, the late Jacob Olanya, who passed away uh, several days ago. Well, right now, uh, even as the country mourns the demise of uh, the speaker, the speakership race is currently uh, the talk of the town. This whole week, everyone's been talking about, all right, what next? Uh, Who's going to be the next speaker? So on Monday, the ruling NRM party's uh, electoral commission asked interested party members to present themselves for nomination. And by close of business on Tuesday, 12 NRM MPs had picked nomination forms, having expressed interest. Uh, With the exception of the health minister, Jane-Ruther Cheng, who withdrew her nomination yesterday morning. Why? Uh, Why would she do that, I wonder? Uh, Why do you think she would, uh, Olive? I
1: don't know. Maybe she was advised to step down. Because even the NRM chief whip, uh, Nicholas Taewa, also withdrew from the race.
0: Eh, Okay, interesting. Well, the deputy speaker, Anita Among, who was among the first ones to pick nomination forms... Uh, and she picked hers through her personal assistant, Mary Atieno. She remains in contention for the speakership alongside the state minister for defense, Jacob uh, oboth both, Chaka South County constituency in Chegegua district, Jackson Kafuzi, Dokolo South County MP Felix Okot-Ogong, and Theodore Sechikubo, among others. Now, the opposition has also stepped forward with two members, uh, including Ibrahim Sembu Junganda and Asuman basal who have both expressed interest in this top position also. Both the opposition and the ruling party are expected to uh, convene uh, later today to discuss and vote for who will represent the different sides in uh, both the speaker and the deputy race that is slated for Friday, the 25th of March 2022. However, members of parliament from Acholi, West Nile and Lango subregions have threatened to boycott the elections. For the Speaker of Parliament, if the Central Executive Committee of the NRM fails to nominate the candidates that they endorsed for speakership. The Acholi Parliamentary Group endorsed the Honourable Hilary onek the MP for lamont County for the Speakership race. The group has also endorsed MPs Ojara Martin Mapenduzi, Lilian Aber, lamwaka Catherine for the deputy speakership. But none of the MPs they endorsed, unfortunately, picked the nomination forms. Minister Onek turned down the endorsement, saying his family and friends advised him not to stand.
1: (laughs) Interesting. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) I wonder why. Meanwhile, the MPs want the Speaker's position ring-fenced in relation to the region's contribution in last year's general polls. So, in other words, the Acholi, Lango, and West Nile have no representative, but they still want the top position given to them. So among those are in competition for this position, there are none that are from the uh, region in question of Acholi and West Nile. Uh, and so to help us understand what is exactly going on with regards to this, we are joined on the phone right now by Honorable Paul O'Mara, the Otuke County Member of Parliament, who is also a member of the Parliamentary Budget Committee. And uh, we want him to explain to us uh, some of what uh, is going on. Uh, first of all, welcome to the Fat Boy Show, Honorable Paul O'Mara.
2: Uh, thank you very much and thank you for having me.
0: So uh, how do you want uh, to be given a position uh, that people evidently uh, don't want to take up? And uh, I'm talking about the position of the speakership. Uh, not many have uh, Gone to pick up the nomination forms, and no one from the region uh, from which you represent. What, what's your take on that?
2: Um, if I got you clearly, I think there are quite a number of people who from the region who will pick the, the nomination forms. Uh-huh. Uh, um, a couple of which are Honorable Beric Sokoto Gong of Dokulo, uh, Honorable Hamson of of Aleph Tonk, Honorable Dr. Jen Ruther-Cheng, although she stepped down uh, not very long ago. Uh, Then you have Ochan from uh, I think Gulu. And then also you have Honorable Atiko from from West Nile. So that, in my view, are a bouquet of uh, 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 candidates who have shown their interest uh, to run for the position of speaker.
1: But none of those were endorsed by your committee to run uh, for the speakership.
2: Um, I should say that when the meeting of the committee happened, I was up country. I was in Lira. So I just returned uh, last night. So I've not had the opportunity of interacting with the uh, colleagues uh, from the region who attended the meeting. So just like you, I will have to find out how decisions were made and whether uh, that decision is uh, binding on all members.
1: Okay. So some people are saying that your threat to boycott the election is selfish because when it comes to the law or the Constitution, it's it, it has no feelings. And the Constitution says that a speaker should be elected once the one that was in that position dies. And uh, the way it happens is that political parties front their Mm. candidates and uh, the one who wins becomes speaker. But now you're saying if you do not get the post back, you're going to uh, boycott the election. What do you have to say to that?
2: Um, You should also remember that um, any elective position Uh, is political. When the late uh, right Honorable Speaker Jacob Olanya was being uh, fronted uh, for the position of Speakership, which he was later on voted into, uh, during the SEC process, uh, Rebecca Honorable Rebecca Kadaga was uh, eliminated and Jacob was presented to the NRM caucus as the only candidate. One of the reasons that uh, the president gave apart from his well-known competence and skill set and also his intellect and qualification as a great lawyer one of the things that the president said was that this time round, they also wanted to reward the North, the greater North for really participating and voting overwhelmingly for the president. So I got a sense that um, beyond somebody's qualification and ability to be a speaker, there was greater consideration made in terms of the regional balance and uh, the balancing the boat, the concept of balancing of the boat as it were, because of the enormous contribution that the greater North Uh, provided uh, in the previous election to the president. Um, That said, at a personal level, I think it's also important for us to look at the qualification and the competence of the individual beyond the regional advocacy because the position of a speaker is a national position and somebody who is supposed to be elected as speaker must really first of all qualify for the job. Although technically the, the Constitution provides um, the criteria or the qualification for to become the Speaker of the House, any member of Parliament can be one. But we need to go further beyond that and say, okay, in terms of the management of the affairs of Parliament, and parliamentary procedures and rules and procedures, and understanding of the Constitution, and balancing of that altogether then that individual must be in a position to do it. And so that moves directly into the elements of personal competence. Uh, So uh, just to answer your question, yes, uh, there is a, a consideration that needs to be made on the basis of individual competence. And this position is really a national position as provided by the constitution. But as I said, Every elective position has a lot of political inclinations to it. And I gave reference to the statement that was made by the president uh, during the election of the then Speaker of Parliament, the late Honorable Jacob Olanya.
1: So if the president said that uh, he wanted to give um, a chance to the North because of its contribution to the politics of the country, um, some people may argue that that has already been done. Unfortunately, the person that was given that role to represent the North uh, unfortunately passed and now we cannot say that the North still gets preferential treatment because that has been done and we must move
2: on. Uh, I just want to, to really uh, uh, look into the minds of my colleagues who assembled and attended that meeting and came up with that resolution. Uh, on the sideline, I was told that uh, the late J.O. did not complete the mission for which he undertook uh, within about, I think, nine months, uh, he had passed on. And he said that does not take away, still again, the political support that was given. I think that presupposes that there are other competent members that could actually uh, come through to present themselves. Uh, I think that particular question... And decision, it will be up to SEC to make it because SEC is a very competent body that would look at the needs of the country and will look at also the candidates from the north, whether they are in a position to run the house. Uh, at a personal level, I think that, um, yes, there are competent people that are in the greater north that can be speaker, but also I should say that in other parts of the country among the contenders, they are also very, very competent individuals who, uh, when given a chance, uh, can run the house very well. So I am not answering your question directly because I was not part of the team that made that decision, I was away. If I was there, I would have made a contribution uh, to the discussions. But what I see is that the, the resolution has been made and I ask the question whether it is binding on everyone. Uh, so I think the Central Executive Committee of NRM uh, basically have a multiplicity of choices from which to make a decision. Personally, whoever the say comes with it as a as a as a candidate for NRM for the position of Speaker will be supported by me. And I, I in in this regard I don't speak for everyone who has uh, made a decision in a different way
0: Honorable Omara uh, let me ask you about uh, the speed with which as a nation we're having this conversation about the potential replacement of the late speaker do you feel like it's happening too quickly uh uh, some people believe that it almost seems callous that we can't even wait for the man to be buried before everyone is scrambling for these positions. Do you think uh, we need to take time to mourn him first, lay him to rest, then we can start the the rat race for who will become next speaker?
2: Uh, that position was uh, clarified and reinforced by the 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 statement of the uh, right-honorable chief justice of He said that, yes, there has been a lot of uh, sentiments to the effect that uh, uh, the late uh, Professor Mutabile Bank of Uganda died several months ago, but he has not been replaced. But unnaturally, who is the speaker (laughs) of the House, (laughs) (laughs) died and before he's buried, there is a a rank of uh, uh, activities to replace him so they're saying no let's follow the order let's let's replace him with a bit of fast and then we can replace the late Jacob Lakes. <laughs> seems fair seems fair <laughs> now, 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 now somebody wrote to the to the honorable chief justice uh in that regard so the the chief justice said unfortunately the spirit of the constitution this is a, a directive of the constitution The Constitution says that the moment the Speaker of the House is not there by resignation or by death or whatever means is not on the chair, then there's no activity of Parliament that happens uh, without a new Speaker being elected. The only work that Parliament can do right now is to approve or to swear in any member of parliament who has not been sworn in that there could have been a by election and <laughs> there would be there would be no other activity that parliament would do before electing a new speaker mm. so now now you can imagine the country uh, won't stop uh, you know a new speaker has to be elected and so it, it looks very very queer because Uh, Many of us are mourning uh, the passing of the uh, right honorable speaker, Jacob Olanya. At the same time, the country cannot function, parliament cannot function without a new speaker being elected. So it makes the whole thing look messy. Mm. And where you're mourning uh, the right honorable speaker, the late Jacob Olanya, and at the same time, you are galvanizing for votes, Uh, you know? eh, As if you you wished him dead so that you could take the position. you see now.
0: Yeah some people so it, see it that way,
2: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it, it looks it looks very funny, but uh, I would want to tell the audience outside there that this is basically the directive of the Constitution. and the, the, the right honourable chief Justice yesterday said that for the framers of the 1995 Constitution should have done the country a lot of uh, uh, you know justice or good service by also pegging the succession in a similar manner like they, they did for judiciary and for the president. Yeah. Because for the because for the president, you know, the vice president acts for six months and a new election takes place. Yes. For the chief justice, you also act until a new ju- chief justice is appointed. But for the speaker, they should have said the deputy speaker, you know, acts for a certain period of time, say six months, then a new speaker would be elected.
1: Maybe that should be your new order, your first order of business the minute uh, once the burial is done.
2: Yes, I think when the burial is done and we are back into the house, then we need to have a constitutional amendment so that this kind of uh, you know injustice which I felt a little injustice is done to my brother, uh, whom we are still mourning and and then we have uh, you know at the same group of people again running around calivanting and looking for votes to replace him. It takes away our, the you know, the spirit of mourning, our prayerful mood in which we are in the somberness that is uh, engulfed the country. And then we go into a campaign mood. You can't switch those two, two things simultaneously. It doesn't happen. You are campaigning for somebody else or campaigning yourself. And then at the same time, Jacob, the body of Jacob arrives and we are all again mourning Leon, oh, sorry, you passed away.
1: It makes Uh, us look eh. like hypocrites.
2: Yeah, it makes us look like hypocrites. But let's blame the Constitution. It is the Constitution that has messed us up in this this regard.
0: Well, I want to thank you so much, Honorable Paul Omara, the Otuke County Member of Parliament, also member of the Parliamentary Budget Committee, for speaking to us today on the Fat Boy Show. Thank you very much, sir, and uh, I wish you uh, all the best. Thank you. Thank you very much, and thank you for having me. Okay, good day.
2: All right, thank you. Bye-bye.
0: You're still listening to your number one station, RX Radio, and this is the Fat Boy Show.
1: We gotta give it to him
0: right now. Do it now. Go. Uganda's king of radio unleashed and unplugged. Turn up now. The
1: Fat Boy Show.